Hello and welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Anuwin. So how are you doing? Oh my goodness, it feels like the past couple of months have like energetically been like banging me through a washing machine. Nothing like bad, but oh my goodness, it feels like I've come out the other side a completely new person. Perhaps you felt that too. And if you're on my newsletter, you know that I shared quite a few things that are changing in my business. And I thought you might be interested to know how I, like the process of change, because I know quite often we can be like, oh, am I making the right decision? Is this the right thing for me? How do I know it's the right decision? And I know a lot of other people have also experienced a lot of change right now. So I thought we would talk about the power of letting go so that we can actually create change. Um, one of the, I have a couple of words that I I kind of resist. One of them used to be, and I say used to be, um, was journaling. I always used to call it the J word and I didn't like journaling and I resisted it for a very, very long time. Having been in like the world of personal development for more decades than I care to admit to, um, I knew that journaling was one of the fundamental like pieces to really allow us to connect with our thoughts, our desires to help us process. And yet I wouldn't even use the word, the J word. I would go to events and we'd have like beautiful journals given to us and people would be like, oh, you've not written anything in yours. I'm like, oh yeah, I know. I'm just thinking my things through. And I, I came to understand that actually the resistance there was the resistance to actually commit how I felt to paper because if I actually com- if I actually admitted it and committed it to paper it means it would be true and I would have to take action thankfully that is well behind me the other word I still kind of chuckle and I almost apologize for using is the word surrender and the word surrender it just even now I was just like oh sorry because it's a kind of misunderstood word and yet it's something that's really important and it's something that I've really been um, embodying might be a bit strong, but trying to embody at least um, over the last couple of months. And that for me, that surrender is just an acceptance that things are changing, not trying to hold on, not trying to control, not trying to force my will upon things, but still being actively engaged, still being part of the process. To me, surrender doesn't mean laying in your hammock, sipping on your your mocktails, um, just waiting to see what happens, although it does mean resting and surrendering to something bigger. So one of those things really came to light um, last week. So over the last couple of months, I've been creating, creating, creating. I've written six journals. Two are ready to be launched on Amazon next Tuesday. So mark your date. Gratitude journal and a five minutes of magic journal. See, all this resistance to journal and now totally embodying the journal energy. So they're they're ready. The other two are with my designer and the there are, yeah, the other two just need a little bit more tweaking and the bonuses creating for that. And then I have six with ideas of more. So, so much good stuff coming. When Mercury went into retrograde, a friend of mine just, I think it was just before Mercury went retrograde, she said, Rebecca, you need an app. You need all of your stuff in one place. It's like all of this, like little pieces of magic, um, like how much I want to make um, habit a part of people's lives so that they know that they have something to use, something to lean into. 
And knowing that they don't need to do the big things, just a small intentional thing is so important. Like a friend of mine, she always, she's not into like magic the way that I would consider magic. Um, but she always stirs her cup of tea now with intention. And if you don't know about that, it's like one of the cool things you can do every morning when you have your first drink or any drink. If you want more of something, I stir my cup of tea in a clockwise direction as we increase the energy. And if you want to release something, you do it the opposite. You let go and you go in an anti-clockwise direction. And just that moment gives you a pause to connect in what you do want. I wrote a book called Magical Knickers about a moment of magic, of choosing your knickers with intention. So all of these things, all of the little moments, I believe, add up into the big things. So you choose your knickers, you have your cup of tea, you do your sacred pauses, you do your soul vitamins. And all of those are like small pieces of magic, a pinch of magic, if you will. So a friend of mine said that needs to be in an app. And I was like, why hadn't I thought of that before? I had an app like maybe a decade ago or maybe eight years ago. Um, and it did really, really well. And I was like, oh yeah. And then I got a little bit ripped off by the person that built it for me. But that is a whole other story. We live and learn and become wiser. Um, anyway, so I thought, oh my God, that's a great idea. So I went and explored it and I built and created an app within a ridiculously short amount of time, but I just couldn't stop creating it. I was like staying up to like ridiculous time in the morning, adding more content, creating little habit trackers and little journals within there. See, obsessed by journals now. And I did all this stuff and I created it within the Mercury retrograde energy. And I was like, this is really quite funny because you would usually say, don't do any tech stuff or, well, not don't do any tech stuff, but be mindful of tech stuff, mindful of like starting new tech projects. And I built this entire app during Mercury Retrograde. And so it does feel like Mercury is the patron of this app. And that also releases next week. So I'm starting to do all these like smaller bite-sized pieces of magic to help people implement magic into their daily life. So I have this this energy going on right now where it's like I'm doing these really small little things like have I say small they're, they're significant projects but for people to invest in them it's really quite quite small it's like one of my journals is five minutes of magic a day all you have to do is fill in like one page of a journal and it's split into the morning and the evening so it's like a couple of minutes in the morning and a couple of minutes at night um a gratitude journal which I absolutely love it's just like a little few lines of gratitude in there and some like deeper questions if you feel like it but it's not it's not onerous you know there's like one air quotes bigger question like a week and there's one bigger um list to make a week and so none of this is onerous so i've got all these like little bite sized and like an app you can just pop in there see what's going on do you, there's a little charm casting thing there you click your charms get your charm reading for the day if something you know, there's a little magical SOS area. So if something's like, oh my gosh, I need some magic because my boss is being a numpty, you can go in there and there's a little article telling you like how to come back to your own centre, what to do to support you. And it's all of these like little bite-sized pieces. And I love that, just knowing that you can have a moment of magic to completely change the rest of your day. So I love that. And that's what I've been really focusing on creating. And at the other end, I'm like mentoring people with their magic and like really, really diving deep. I've changed the Witch Academy focus. So it's more of like a magical mentorship. So when people are doing things like whatever their magical path is, we've got astrologers, we've got druids, um, you know, these people that are really dedicating to that life of magic, we now have a mentorship. So it's like 
light and easy. And at the other end, it's like really going deep into people owning their magic. And I love that. I love both of those. I love the joy and the fun and the light and the depth. It's like we're allowed both in our life. And then in the middle, so here's the piece that was like the big change for me, is for the last seven years, I've run something called Summer School. And it was one of the first group programmes I ever ran. And I absolutely loved it. I, it was just, it was just amazing. It was, it was, I want to use the word delightful. <laughs> and it really, really was delightful. I loved it. And I've done it for seven years and it's like, oh, I'm going to, of course, I'm going to do it again this year. Last year, because um, I'm not very organised, I hadn't, I'd forgotten that I was going to do any promotion and I was like, oh, I haven't got around to doing it. And so a friend of mine just said to me, why don't you just scale it back and just do it for free? And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And so I did. I did it uh, for free last year. You can still actually get the recordings. If you come over into my community, the link is in the show notes. Last year, we did the whole like fundamentals, the foundations of magic for you to become like a really um, confident, safe, empowered magical practitioner. Um, we talked about seasons and cycles and energetic hygiene and like the how to create your own spells that actually work, you know, how to be intentional with your magic and all of the good stuff that I think you needed to like have a really good foundation in starting any kind of magical practice. And so this year, I was like, right, this year I'm going to focus on a different aspect. And I had written the sales page. I'd written the thank you for signing up page. I'd written like the welcome emails. I'd spent a load of time creating all of this content. And I suddenly went, do you know what? I don't want to do this. It's like all the energy had gone from doing it. And I was like, oh, but I've done it for seven years. <laughs> it's like, this would, uh, this would be, I'm not sure if it'd be number seven or number eight. Facebook is reminding me seven years ago, I ran it. So yeah, this would probably be like year number seven. And it was, it's a big deal because I always consider myself not very organized, but I am incredibly consistent. It's like for about five years now, every Sunday I have turned up and done this practice with my community. You know, um, every new moon and every full moon, I, for the last four or five years, I think we, we've done a hundred and nearly 180 new moon and full moon um, gatherings. I've only ever missed one and I was in hospital. So I think I get away with that one. Um Actually, I don't think I even did miss that one. Anyway, doesn't matter. I am incredibly consistent. And I love that because you can certainly depend on me to show up with that kind of consistency in my groups. And so suddenly I was like, oh, but I've done this for seven years now. I kind of want to show up. I already had people asking me like, oh, when can we sign up? I'm excited to excited to join you. Where, you know, when are you launching it? And I suddenly went, oh, I just don't want to do it. And all of the energy when I thought about this program, even though it's one of my most favourite things to do, it had gone. And it was almost like, because it didn't have like the the easy, breezy energy of like the app and the journals, but it didn't quite have like the depth of the, the deep transformation in like the mentoring programmes and things that I'm running at the moment. And I was like, oh, it just doesn't feel like it kind of fits. And so... I did my practices. And this is what I think is really important whenever you're trying to create change is that you have a practice you can go to. So at the moment, I've been like really working with the energy of the planets. The planets have been showing up in various guises. There's so much synchronicities around those things. And so what I would do is I've been working with the planets on their days in their hours. Um, it's a whole fascinating world when you when you dive in there. And I would 
I had my incense that was dedicated to the particular planet. So I'd burn my incense. I'd light my candles. I would say some Orphic hymns. If you've listened to the conversation with Jessica Starr, you might recognise um, Orphic hymns. I wrote my own poetry because at the moment I'm um, doing a... Oh my gosh, it runs until September. So it started in April and it runs until September to be a child of Caradwin. So you may well know that I've studied to be a priestess of Caradwin Caradwin in um, Glastonbury. Now I'm training to be a child of Caradwin. Um, And in that, as part of our devotional practice, we're writing poetry. So I've been writing poetry to um, Caradwin. There's a particular style of poem that has to be four lines and 30 syllables over the four lines. And the first two lines have to rhyme and the second two lines have to rhyme. So the second, sorry, the, f- the first two lines have to rhyme and the last two ri- uh, lines have to rhyme. And so that's a challenge. I am not a poet. So I've been writing poetry to Caradwin, but then I thought I'd write poetry to the planets too. So I would burn my candles, light my incense, and say my my poems or my prayers or my invocations, whatever you want to call them. And the more I do this, the more I lean into a practice. Now, yours don't have to be planets. It could be deities. It could be plants. It could just be sitting with yourself. It doesn't matter, but it's a moment where you connect with your inner self, your highest wisdom, and allow that information to come through. And so I was working, I can't remember which planet it was, but probably Mercury for communication. And I was like, do you know what? And I actually I was chatting to my group and I said, you know, I don't feel like the energy's there to do summer school, but I kind of felt like obliged to do it. And, you know, I genuinely do love it, but the energy wasn't there to do it. And I was like, oh, and they're like, well, you can't do it. And I drew a card and it was the broom. And I was like, oh, if that's not telling me a clean sweep is needed, I'm not quite sure what is. So I had the practice. I had people to talk to. I drew my oracle cards to check in with my intuition and then I had my like ritual practice to lean into. And I was like, okay, that's it. I can't do summer school. And part of me felt a little bit like, oh, a bit empty because like I say, I do love summer school and I know people look forward to it. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I went to bed and I thought, okay, I'm going to make peace with it. I'm going to send out the, because it it was Sunday. And on the Monday, I sent out the email and I'd said I was going to send out the email with the link to summer school. Anyway, I woke up on Monday morning and I just suddenly had this inspired inspiration. And that's the beautiful thing about having practices. When we have our practices, when we lean into those practices, we might not get the answer that we're looking for in that exact moment. It might come after a good night's sleep. It might come after a walk. It might come up just like randomly when you're in the shower. And the next morning I was like, oh my gosh, I can do it one to one. So although I won't be doing like the six weeks of like the classes I had lined up, I can tailor it for individuals during summer. So, you know, summer people maybe have more time or more energy or just feel inspired. And it's like we can take the energy of summer and help people connect to their magic so that the summer lasts well, sorry, so that their magic lasts well beyond the summer. And I was like, this is genius. Thank you, planets. And so that morning... I wrote a new sales page. I got all the things sorted out and I sent out my email saying, sorry, things have changed. I'm now doing like a summer school program, but it's for an individual. And I've priced it at a very reasonable price because that's how summer school would have been priced. So it's not like ridiculously expensive. And I was like, oh, this feels so aligned. But the difference between that program and how I feel about running that 
and like the traditional summer school is miles apart. And so when you are making your decision, it's like, where is the energy? I just knew that even though I love summer school, even though I love the fact I've done it for seven years and I've worked with incredible people and we've had such fun every summer, it was like, this year, I couldn't commit to holding space for that for that period of six weeks. And more than that, it's like, I didn't want to go, oh, we're starting on this date and everything starts on that date and that's it. If you can't do that date, tough. And I was like, oh, it feels really stifling because with the app, with the journals, it's like making them work for you. I've said in the journals, like, this is your morning like questions and these are your evening questions, but you do them when you want. You can do them all in one go. You can, you know, miss a few days, do a few days, write in any colours you fancy. You know, it doesn't matter. It's supposed to be joyful and fun. And it's the same with the app. You know, it's conveniently in your pocket. It's when it suits you. When you're like, oh yeah, I just want a bit of a charm casting right now. Oh, I fancy listening to a sacred pause or listening to what the moon's up to or like, how do I use the moon to move forward with my intentions? Or even on the app, actually, there's three courses on there. Perhaps I feel like just like working through one of the courses, but you can do it in your own time. And it's like that energy of spaciousness. And I think that was the thing with summer school this year. It's that energy of like, oh, but it's now really rigorous and it you can only start here and if you're on holiday and you miss miss a few sessions well you're gonna have to catch up on the replays when actually people like that one-to-one connection and even with like the witch academy which is now like a magical mastermind um even that is it's like you show up to what you want you can you know i'm always there on those set times but sometimes everyone shows up sometimes just a few people show up and that's okay because we ebb and flow and it's like i wanted to like not have that that rigidity of structure. Yes to structure for sure, but without it being rigid. And I didn't like the idea of it only being six weeks. It's like, I want people to immerse themselves in their magic. And so that's been like a real realisation for me over the last, it feels like it's been building for the last couple of months. And so the other thing that I want to say about making choices is that sometimes it's like months ago, I knew, knew something was on the cards. I could feel it coming but I didn't have the words for it. I didn't know what that looked like. And so it's like to give ourselves the grace to go, okay, let's just work with what we do know and let's keep moving forward. Let's keep following the energy, staying true to our values, staying aligned to what is right for us and allowing ourselves to just see what bubbles up to the surface. Because two months ago, I would never have known that I was about to launch six journals and an app. The journals are things, it sounds like very exciting. Oh my God, have you written six journals? But I haven't. This is stuff that I've been working with over the years. And when I was going through my courses, I was like, oh my gosh, this one course, I'd created three different kind of journals for the program. Like um, one of them was about recognizing synchronicities because that's really important the more what we focus on grows the more we can notice the synchronicities the signs and the messages the more we notice them the more we come into communication with the world around us and so what I've done is I've taken those journals that have been part of programs or that I've been using that have been pdfs and I've turned them into hardback journals that can just easily be printed on amazon so you might have seen for about a year, I worked on this planet. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a four, it's spiral bound. It's, you know, it's hard covered. It's printed traditionally. And I got some printed and they suggested I use this particular cover. 
but I don't like it. It scratches too easily. I mean, it's like debossed. It just looks beautiful. And then I was like, do you know what? I think it needs to be easier than this. I mean, that's a proper planner. It's like planning out your days, your weeks, your months. It's it's the whole thing. And I was like, even that, I'm like, Ugh, I don't use planners very well. Even though I made it undated for me because I don't use planners religiously like that. I was like, I'm going to take parts of that planner and turn it into smaller things. So for people like me <laughs> that maybe like the idea of journaling, but maybe aren't a 365 day a year journaler, we have something that we can just use in a way that we work. And but I, for those people that do love every day, I do have a 365 day planner, sorry, a journal asking questions, prompting you through the entire year that works with the seasons, which actually I'm very excited about that one, but that's not out just yet. So I've created what it is that I want and it's easy and it's light and it's breezy and it's like the energy of not being overly committed. If you miss a few days, it doesn't matter. You don't have empty pages in the journals. It's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to catch up now and I'm going to do this. It's supposed to be like light ease and easy without without the stress of getting it right or doing it wrong or any of that stuff. And so I had all these big things. It's like I've run big courses before and I've got this like big planner and now I'm like that's not actually what I want and I don't think it's actually what people want right now. I think we're still like dealing with the after effects of everything that's been going on the last couple of years and the uncertainty of everything that's coming up. And I think it's time to sprinkle a little bit of joy, a little bit of lightness, a little bit of play back into our lives. And the beautiful thing about the magic and having rituals is it anchors us. It helps us to navigate our way through these, these, you know, I don't mean like uncertain as in worrying, but there's been so much change happening so quickly around us. It's like, Having those practices helps us to anchor. So when we do feel that something is coming, but we're not sure what, we still have our practices to come back to, to help us feel safe, grounded, secure. When we have our magic, if something's going on that we want to like help come into the world, it's like we can use our magic to help that. If we're feeling confused, we can help our magic to do that. If we're having trouble with our boss, you can check out the resources on the app and go, oh, this is how we deal with the boss. And it's just like knowing that we are not like victims to everything going on around us, that no matter what it is, no matter how tragic or how like inconsequential, it's like we can still choose how we show up and deal with that without negating the severity of the things that's happened. But we can still choose to be true to ourselves, to live, be an authentic person, to choose joy, to choose our magic, to choose to come back to our own centre so that we can have um, more, not so much control, but that we feel more empowered to know that we can create the change, that we can deal with what has come our way. Doesn't mean we have to deal with it alone. Never does it mean we have to deal with things alone, but we can have, but we know how to ask for help or we know that <laughs> actually that energy feels really yucky. This is what I'm going to do to sort out that energy. Or that person's really annoying me. This is how I set a physical boundary. And this is how I set emotional and magical boundaries too. So that you feel more empowered that you can do something to support yourself. And that is what magic has always done for us. Is it's empowered us to know that we can do something for ourselves, even if the people are just being the biggest numpties around us. Even when we're like, oh, I've got this dream and I've got a vision. It's like when I 
started doing the journals, I was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, bring Mercury in and I set them on, uh, they're not, uh, they're not live yet. But when I was doing the work on setting them up on Amazon, I was like doing it with a Mercury candle burning in Mercury time just to make the whole process go easy. We'll see whether it works, (laughs) whether they're live by Tuesday. Hopefully they will be. I have absolute every intention they will be. So it's like letting go of the way we think things should be like, oh, it's July or June or July. It's summer school time. I have to do that. And people are expecting me to do it and people are looking forward to it. And it's like letting it go because I would not have shown up as like the best person in that moment. I mean, it still would have been great, but it wouldn't have been as magical as it could have been because my energy wasn't there. So what do you need to let go of so that you can actually create what you want or in my case what you need to let go of so that you can allow what is actually aligned to arise i went to bed one like on the sunday uh, just sunday just gone going oh i'm not going to be doing summer school feeling lighter because it was the right choice and a little bit sad and on the monday morning after i decided to let it go with the card and the broom i was like oh, oh my gosh, but I can offer this other thing. And the energy was there. So it's like, we have to let things go sometimes, even if we don't know what it's going to result in, even if we know some people are going to be disappointed by that choice so that we can let what's really supposed to come through bubble up. So now people are already signing up for my like new kind of like summer. It's not really a summer school. I said it's like less summer camp and more like, you know, private mentoring type thing. <laughs> more, more personal, personal, uh, more private tuition. Um, it's like we don't always know what that's going to look like, but it comes up and it's aligned. And those people, it's going to—they're just going to get the best experience because my energy is fully, 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 fully there. So, letting those things go, although they might seem like the safe, secure option, perhaps they are actually limiting your own potential. So, ways that you could do it if you don't have a, like a regular practice, like chatting away to the planets or writing poetry. It's like journaling, meditation, breath work, you know, exercising. It doesn't matter what it is, but what is your practice where you can spend some time going, actually, where is my energy right now? What is it I do want? What is it I want to create and contribute to the world? What's going to make you feel most fulfilled at the moment? Maybe it is something as big as like your whole career, or maybe it's just a moment in your life that you're like, oh yeah, when I'm creating meals for myself, I'm going to bring in the energy of like love and nourishment and nurturance. Sometimes it's not about doing anything different, but it's about doing it with a different intention. It's about being more intentional and bringing a different mindset to it because letting go is just part of that equation. Yes, I let go of that idea. But the important part was I created space for those new possibilities to come in. I knew I had that intention of like helping people create moments of magic in their day, of wanting people to really own their own blend of unique magic. And it's like, I found a way to really do that and dive deep instead of having like a generic class which is really, really powerful. But it, I just I just feel at the moment, it's like we don't need more information. What we need to do is like do it. And so the app is full of actionable things. It's like sacred pauses for you to stop and pause throughout the day. There's magical challenges. There's like connecting with the moon and the activities to do in the moon that allow you to like manifest with momentum. There's like it going, going on about the poor boss, but 
if you've got a terrible boss, it's like, okay, worker. It's like, there's a little article telling you what to do if you don't know what to cook for dinner. I've even done like, oh, I can't decide what's for dinner. This is what you can do. And so it's all about you actually taking action and doing the things rather than learning more information. And of course, in my classes, I always love people to go and do the things. But it's like, if I'm working with someone one-to-one, it's like, yes, we can really tailor it so it's exactly for them and their life and their unique unique energy. Because we know what it's like. Sometimes you sign up for a class, maybe it's like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Or I really like the person teaching it. And then maybe you don't show up to the classes or you do show up to classes, but then you don't implement anything. And it's just like working on this one-to-one. It's going to be so much more like, ha ha, so much. I'd like to say I'll be so much more supportive, but also there's so much more accountability to that because you can't hide behind anyone else in the class. And so it's like you set those intentions, you like, take that inspired action to make those things happen. So maybe this resonated with you. Perhaps you are also going through change. Perhaps you are thinking about change and maybe you feel now inspired to go, oh yeah, to make that happen. Actually, perhaps I do need to let something go or you need to find your own ritual, whatever that may be. Like I say, whether it's lighting a candle, whether it's journaling, (laughs) writing your own poetry, it doesn't matter It's whatever aligns for you and whatever brings you back to your own centre. So that no matter, like even when I was there going, oh my God, what am I doing? (laughs) Am I blowing up my business by not doing things that actually are really good income earners for me? And it's like, it just doesn't feel right to do it. So I can't do it. Now, that doesn't have to be true for everyone. Maybe some people like, oh, I don't like, don't feel like doing it, but they still know they will my energy is such a way that I can't do things that aren't aligned with me. And so that's why I think for years and years and years, I can show up and do like the the rituals and the practices for my group, because that's really important to me. That's really aligned because I want people to embody their magic and I'll absolutely hold space for them to do that. Um, So what in your life right now is really aligned and what do you need to let go of? So what is aligned can bubble up. So come over into our community, drop me a message. Instagram's a really good place to connect with me. Send me a DM, comment on my post, but let me know what it is that you are creating change for right now. Perhaps Have you been feeling that something's brewing, but I'm not quite sure what? Or have you had like radical change? Because that's the other thing, actually. I've, I've talked about change that I knew was coming. Sometimes we have change forced upon us. And these same principles will support you manage that change, even if it's change you don't want. Having that practice, having that ritual, coming back to your own centre. It never sounds particularly sexy, but it is that moment to moment choice where you keep choosing yourself. It's like you chose a magical path. You're listening to this. You're curious in magic. You want to live a more fun, joyful, magical, fulfilling life. And then comes the commitment. And that commitment looks like choosing it time and time and time again, not just when it's easy breezy, but in those moments when we really need it. And I always say this, but we they the light in the candle, the journaling, the whatever it is, they are practices because we practice them for when we actually need them. Okay, we practice for when we actually need them. So I'll leave you with that thought. So come and let me know what changes are coming up for you. Do you feel inspired to create more change or even to use the S word of just to surrender and trust 
Trust your inner knowing, even if it doesn't make sense to your logical mind just yet. So thank you for joining me and I will speak to you again very soon. Oh, and sorry, one final thing. If you're listening on Spotify, this is a a new thing to me. If you're listening on Spotify, come and let me know. There's like a little comment section on the podcast. Come and let me know what you enjoyed most about this episode. What are you going to do to take away? So do come and drop it. Because when I found out people have been commenting on Spotify and I didn't even know, I was like, this is amazing. This is so exciting. So yeah, come and if you're on Spotify, come and drop me a message. What did you enjoy most about the podcast? Or simply drop me a message in the usual, usual ways. So thank you for joining me. I'll speak to you again very soon.